How's it going, everybody? My name's Ryan. Welcome back to your Daily Nerd Devo. Esports History Devo. That's right. It's time for me to ramble about very specific points in esports history that I find interesting or actively remember happening. Happening? Sure. Happening. That was it. So I want to take you back to 2014. A very standard 1st to 16 Counter-Strike Global Offensive match between the teams from iBuyPower and NetcodeGuides.com. Back when esports teams were just named after companies iBuyPower is the presumptive best team in North America, and Netcode Guides is a very mid-tier, moderately successful team. iBuyPower should win this match going away, not even close. They have some of, if not the most consistent and best talent in North America on this roster. And they lose 16-4. But not only do they lose, they lose in a way that's just kind of odd. They just make bad decisions, their positioning is awful, their aim is uncharacteristically poor, like how bad mine is. It's, it's not good. I'll keep it short, but in the long run, it turns out that I buy power at least four of the five team members through the game. They intentionally made bad decisions and lost on purpose. Well, why would they do that, Ryan? Well, they had bet on themselves to lose. They placed wagers, which you can we won't get the legalities of skin wagering and underage gambling. That's a different thing. But they had made bets based on the fact that netcode guides would win. And they intentionally threw the game, which is cheating, and then had re reaped their reward for it in the moment. The, the in-game items they received from their wagers and made a small amount of money. Well, this came out and four of the five members, Dazed, AZK, Steel, and Swag, were banned not banned from the game, banned from competing in any Valve, the company who makes CSGO's, any tournament Valve supported, any major, any moderately high tier tournament that had Valve sponsorship, they can no, they could no longer compete in. It was not an unwarranted thing. They made a dumb decision and there were consequences. That's fine. For four of the five of them, their careers sputtered to a halt. Sure, they could still stream and play in minor events, play other games. The one player that was deemed to have not been in on the throw of the game, Skadoodle, was allowed to continue to compete at the highest levels, and he did for several more years in North America. So what happened? Well, that ban lasted longer than anyone expected. After five and six years, some organizations did start letting them compete at larger tournaments. But the ban did not stop. What folks expected would last maybe a year or six months dragged on for five and six and seven years. And I think has maybe never actually changed. Like, I think there are technically still some events that those four players can't compete in. And when you look at the Wikipedia article about this, it talks about the legacy of it. This is one of the things that really kind of damaged the North American Counter-Strike scene. I know that's a weird thing to talk about, but it North America's scene has always been very fledgling and not as successful as, as Europe's, uh, largely. And this didn't help. You took away some of the most talented players and really never let them compete again at the highest levels for the most part. This is an actions have consequences moment. On the Nerd of Godcast, often when Lise Mari is on the show, she will say something like, make good choices. This was for young men, and I mean young, like late teen, early 20s young, making a poor decision, not realizing the ramifications or expecting to get caught or, or not thinking about the consequences of what they were doing. Galatians chapter 6 says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Consequences and often the discipline of something in gaming like a ban or, or that kind of punishment 
can have positive results in the long run, though. In Hebrews 12, it says, For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. We should always try and make good choices. We should try and follow Lisa Mari's advice day to day in anything we're doing. And when we don't, when we do mess up, there might be consequences. And if nothing else, if we have sinned, we go to God. We ask for forgiveness. We ask for forgiveness from anyone other than God we may have hurt. And we try and start over. Like Hebrews says, we have the potential to learn, to gain from the discipline, to learn from our mistakes, and to try and grow and show others God and be better than we were before those choices. We get a much better opportunity than the guys in I Buy Power did. They made a mistake, they received their punishment, and it had lasting effects on their professional careers and their lives and those of a lot of other people. I often say on this show that the beauty of grace is that it makes life not fair. It's a reliant K line I love quoting. And as Andrew reminded me recently, we are the ones who most easily get to benefit from that unfairness. The grace we can receive from God when we ask for forgiveness is literally life-changing, life-saving. It is altering to the things we have done where God says, you have come to me, I forgive you. I won't even remember your sin anymore. Go and sin no more. Grow, learn from what you did. And we need to take those opportunities as much as possible. That's all the time we have for today. If you want to hear more Daily Nerd Devos, subscribe to the podcast and coming out with us on the Facebook page of the Nerd of God Squad or in the men's small group, the Fight Club, or in the ladies' small group, Fault 31. Available on Discord, information at nerdofgodcast.com. I'm Ryan for the Daily Nerd Devo, and until next time, if you have one, let me know who your favorite Counter-Strike team was. Personally, I'm a Cloud9 guy.